You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. I'm actually shocked that I remembered this intro because I feel like it's been so long since I've done an episode, but I have been kind of living in this theme in the last week or so. If you listened to or saw the card pull Friday that I did on Instagram, on my Concrete and Crystals Instagram, I was talking about how Instagram now does like the memories in your stories. And I hadn't seen it before. And it was the first one that I saw. And I think it was March 1st or 2nd, beginning of this month anyways. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what this is. And I was like, okay, this definitely is something you need to talk about because what it was, was a story about how all of these spirit crumbs kind of came together. Just get me on track for like some new goals and intentions at that time. I pulled out my journal that I was using at this time last year to see if I wrote about this, which I did. And it went back even further than I thought. So the theme that came up with Card Pull Friday was that you are profoundly clairvoyant, that idea that whatever your visions you're having, whatever messages you're receiving are correct and you can trust them. And then synchronicity came up. So definitely aligned with spirit crumbs. And it brought me back to thinking about the way I view spirit crumbs compared to synchronicity and serendipity and all of those fun things. When I looked at my journal, the entries that I have, one is from February 27th, and then the other one I think is March 2nd after the story I'm about to tell you happened. But what I thought was really interesting, if you hear me flipping back and forth, it's my journal. I had just started reading A Course in Miracles, and I haven't read the book. I've only read a couple little bits of it. Let me know if you want me to do a series on that, similar to the way I did Celestine Prophecy. That may be the only way that I read this book all the way through in the next while is if people want to hear me talk about it. But what I was writing about was how in the beginning, it's talking about, obviously, miracles and the way that I was reading the first chapter, I believe, was how I see fear crumbs. So one of the quotes I wrote down was, consciousness is the state that induces action, though it does not inspire it. Revelation induces only experience. Miracles, on the other hand, induce action. And then I went on to say in my own words that it's the way I feel about serendipity versus spirit crumbs so like revelation or like having just that inspired sort of feeling where like you're making a connection it induces like an experience that you have in that moment but when like a miracle happens or like when a spirit crumb shows up something you can act on it induces action right and that's the difference how i see it how you know you could call all of it synchronicity like the way things connect and how things show up when you need them But for me, serendipity is like the feeling of it. And then spirit crumbs are like the tangible things you can act on. So 
that just felt really aligned with what I was already going to talk about based on the story memory that came up. So what had happened with that was that I kept getting these nudges to watch P.S. I Love You. And this must have been before our family day weekend at the end of February because the timing of this and just thinking of it being a year ago. My dad's birthday is at the end of February, so that's usually when we get together. It's for that long weekend. And while we were there, we didn't watch that movie, but we watched another movie at my parents' place. I think it's called Finding You. And the main character goes to Ireland, I believe, on a trip. I can't remember now, but I do remember, which I wrote down in here, that it has one of the same songs that's in P.S. I Love You. Even then, when I was there, I was like, oh, yeah, I keep getting this nudge to watch the movie. My brother gave me my birthday present late because I had just stayed here for my birthday last year. And then I was sick for my other brother's birthday. So <laughs> when he gave me my gift, one of the gifts he gave me was a book on Celtic art, which I had been really into Celtic stuff. That was around the time that I had my Celtic tree oracle deck out a lot. And I was just feeling into that energy. It really just tied in. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should get back into maybe doing art. You know, it was kind of inspiring because I had been taking a break. So last year was 2022. The year before, 2021 was when I graduated from school. I've talked about that a lot, how I took a long break from it. But this is kind of like the starting point where I started thinking, okay, I really need to get back on track with this. And then with P.S. I Love You just being one of my favorite like romantic movies, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm ready to start thinking about being in a relationship again. Obviously, that didn't happen at the time. I wasn't fully ready for that. But what happened was then when I got home, I eventually followed the nudge to watch the movie. And at the same time, I was packing up stuff to give to donations. So I had a bunch of stuff in the box already. And then I watched the movie at night or in the morning. I can't remember, but it was at some point when I was gathering all the stuff up. And then I put it back in the DVD case because I watched it on DVD. I had that sitting out. And then when I was just about to bring the box downstairs, I saw that I had like a packing list on the side. And I was like, oh, I don't need them to have this weird packing list of like strange things that <laughs> were in my room. And I think it was packed in 2011. So it was like 10 years that had been packed. So I pulled the packing list off and it was the original packaging from PS I Love You. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I had to stop to be like, okay, well, what is the message here? if I was meant to watch this movie. And then I remembered that at the beginning of the movie, she's going on and on and she's so excited to talk to him about art and what inspires her and all of this stuff. And he is just in awe of her and like just enjoying her being in her element. And then at the end of the film, she ends up designing shoes and they end up in a store. When I saw this last year, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is a sign that it's time for me to start working towards creating art again. So I was all inspired and I told the story on Instagram stories. And then the next day when I was writing about it, so this day that I'm reading about here, it was actually the new moon in Pisces on March 2nd last year. And today, well, March 7th, technically yesterday, was the full moon in Virgo, which is obviously the next major moon cycle if we're going new moon to full moon. But in here, what happened was as I was writing it, I had been wearing this string bracelet that was a wish bracelet that a client and friend had given me. And the wish that I had made was a fresh start in like relationships, just a fresh start overall. 
as I'm writing this, I reached over to grab something and it just came apart. <laughs> Literally, as I'm writing about this PS I Love You story, the bracelet comes apart. And then it was so funny. So this year, I've forgotten about all this and I go to write down to remind myself that I want to tell this on this podcast. And I look over and I still have that string on my desk because I had just been using it as a bookmark in one of my tarot deck books. And because it's small and it's like a good size for it. And so it's like literally in front of my face this whole time. But what's really cool is the timing of it was that this was right as I was in the middle of creating the art for my first art show with my friend, Abby, which is going to be installed next week. That's the physical representation of having my work in a space. It's going to be somewhere people can see it. And this is so funny because we talk all the time about like manifestations and spirit crumbs and all these things. But I think this just goes to show you that you don't really know how long anything's going to take, right? And it goes back to that quote, which I'm going to misquote because I'm honestly too tired to look it up right now because it's midnight. But it's that quote that like the time will pass anyways. Basically, like if there's a goal that you have and you think it's going to take a long time, like just to do it anyways. And I've talked about this about when I said that I did my degree when I was almost 30. I was like, okay, I could spend four or five years in school or I could spend 30 years doing something I don't want to do. This is more like trusting the spirit crumbs. It's not like, you know, I'm not worried about the outcome with most of these things because I just trust that I'm going to follow the small steps and it'll bring me to the big thing. Just me talking about art. And it was really therapeutic when I did the series on the book, The Artist's Way. And then I did The War of Art. I think there was like a healing process that had to happen before I went into that. And then the same with dating and being in a relationship. I did a whole bunch of work on myself in the last year, things that came up naturally and things that I intentionally looked at. And I started therapy a little while ago. So like there's all these things that I've done one thing at a time, not really looking at the big picture necessarily. Like I check in once in a while, you know, how I talk about zooming out, being like, okay, what is my main goal here or all the things I'm stressing about actually mattering in this moment. But this little memory the other day was just such a beautiful reflection of how this can happen so gradually and like also how life and the universe works in seasons where the same themes are coming up now at this point in the year that were coming up exactly a year ago because I also started online dating a couple months ago. I've been going on a few dates here and there and learning about myself through that process at the same time as I'm getting back into creative mode and actually creating art. So I think if we look back at last year's themes that I was going through, a lot of it was about balance, which I'm gradually getting to. I don't think anybody's ever going to be in perfect balance. We always have different areas of our lives that have more going on than others. But one thing that also I was focusing on was finding community and friendship, which I think I have actually been doing a lot better at. I've been volunteering once a week at a co-working space, as I think I've talked about a couple times now. I'm collaborating with Abby and I'm putting myself out there more. So 
a year ago, it seemed like big things to be even considering putting my art in public and considering being in a relationship. But by following things as they come to me and doing one thing at a time, now a year later, looking back at that story and how wild and huge it seemed at the time, it's just reality now. And so I think there's so many things that we think are too big or like too overwhelming, but if you put them out there and just start following one thing at a time, it sounds easier than it is in practice if you don't know what that thing's going to be. But we don't give ourselves enough credit. I've been talking about vulnerability and I think I'll probably do another podcast episode more directed at that because this one I still want to focus more on like the spirit crumbs and like trusting in the way things come through for you. But I had a whole list of little notes that came out one day when I was just sitting here. One of the first things I wrote down was that your value is not something that changes. You are always valuable. It is static. When you have a struggle or multiple struggles happening, those don't subtract from your value because something else that's constant is change, right? Like that's a common thing that people say, like change is constant, right? But so is struggle. So is having problems. So is having things to work on, things to improve in your life. And I've talked many times, which some of you are probably like, you already know what I'm going to say when I say this, but like my biggest fear is, say it with me, stagnation. And I think that is such an important piece here with vulnerability and with knowing your value or your worth, however you want to look at it, is that if you're not feeling like you need to do any work on yourself or if somebody is feeling like they are perfect, I think that is more of a red flag than being able to share that you are not perfect. And this is like, I think, where the confusion sets in, where feeling like we have things to work on or feeling like we're not perfect is a bad thing. And that that means we aren't at our full value. But the idea is that we're always at our full value. And it's just the struggles change and the challenges change. Maybe we have better problems later on, you know, like problems that aren't quite as devastating or maybe aren't as impactful. But the idea is that like we're trying to integrate different pieces of ourselves, not eliminate parts of ourselves. So even if you feel like you've moved through something and you're like, okay, I feel like I've healed that. That's great. That can be true. But now that's still part of you, right? It's not that you got rid of that piece of yourself. It's just that it's integrated in a more helpful way. If we keep in mind that like when we end one cycle or solve one problem, it's almost like to me now, like exciting when a new thing comes up. It's not fun when you're in it. It's really not. But the goal is not to find perfection. It's to like be open to learning. And I think that's where vulnerability becomes more fluent in a way. And I've really only gotten to that point of being able to share things so openly through doing this podcast and through just being like, you know what, if I'm dealing with this, chances are somebody else is dealing with this or I wouldn't be feeling like I need to share it, which is why I'm sharing this story because you never know what might come up for you in this full moon phase and going into the new astrological year because it'll be Aries season at the end of this month. Right now, Pisces is the end of 
the cycle of the year. So this is like the clearing out, the ending of cycles, releasing things, right? So this full moon is a very powerful release. It's the last full moon of the astrological year. So if you look at the fact that it's in Virgo, I'm not an astrologer, as we all know. So like if you listen back to the episode for Pisces season, you'll hear Emily's description of the energy of this week. But I think if we can focus on our bodies and our daily routines and the things that impact us day to day, if you're not sure where to start, just feel like that's going to be really powerful. And then because we have so much happening in different planets changing into Pisces right now, allowing that creativity, right? Like creativity and intuition and romance kind of all feel like they're attached to this, which I think is why P.S. I Love You is the movie that comes up for me this time of year because it kind of has all of that and like the self-exploration that happens through relationships and through going on these adventures. So if you have the chance to watch that movie, I would highly recommend it. And I'm going to keep this short because it's 12.30 and my neighbors can probably hear me right now. And, you know, I don't really want to be the hated neighbor, although who knows, I might already be. But something else I just want to bring up that I did maybe a month ago, two months ago, was to have like a couple different like weirdly specific words or phrases just to see when it would come up, whether it would be like for through a date or like through something for art or something, but like just as signs for me. And I like wrote them down. And then today, right before I came out here, I went on TikTok for a few minutes and somebody was talking about how they heard someone share about having a sign from the universe that it's like your person. And I just had to laugh because I had written down that I wanted to talk about that as like a fun way of connecting that we could do as like a ritual. And then like, you can always let me know when like the thing comes up for you. And I'm not going to tell you what mine is. Maybe I'll share it if it comes up. But yeah, I just thought that'd be a fun thing to lead off with. I have this feeling around what I was talking about relating to vulnerability, where I almost get excited when there's like a new challenge or when things are maybe not working out. And one of the things that I just wanted to say, if there's people who are either dating or trying to find someone to collaborate with or trying to figure out even just the right way to express something, that going through all of the wrong things or the things that don't work out are just part of the process, right? It's like all the people that talk about in dating how realistically 99% of the people that you connect with are going to have to be the wrong person just by process of elimination if you're looking for one person, right? You don't know when that actual person you're meant to be with is going to come up, but you have to keep meeting the next person and the next person until that happens, right? The same way I talk about spirit realms where I didn't know when I was going to end up having a gallery show or if I was going to do that. I didn't know any of this, but I just kept doing the next thing. And then all of a sudden I was here. So like, just trust that if you look back at your life at all the times that you did move forward in that way, and you did just keep following the curiosity, however you want to look at it. That's actually another thing I'm going to say. It's not totally a tangent, but there's an interview on, I think it's on Super Soul Sunday, Oprah's podcast with Elizabeth Gilbert, where she's talking about a curiosity-driven life. So if you want to actually 
I'm just going to talk about it a little bit to end this episode because this ties in. She's talking about how everyone always says, like, find your passion, the thing that, like, drives you, that you can't go without. And for me, that feels like Aries energy, like the passion. And she ends up saying, like, not everyone is going to have that one certain thing. And I think if you look at people with ADHD or people who are manifesting generators and human design, people who are maybe Geminis, you know, who are really interested in a lot of things, it may feel disheartening if you haven't found one thing, the same as like if you haven't found the one person. But she describes people who have multiple interests, who move between different people, different relationships. This also relates in my head to like a three in human design for the profile because you're trying different things and that's how you find your place. You gather experiences. That's what you're able to share. You have all these stories to share because you've tried different things. You've met different people, right? And the way she talks about this as being a hummingbird or like a pollinator where you're taking ideas from one place and bringing them to the next thing. So instead of looking at it as a bunch of failures, it's just like a bunch of pieces that you and your particular path need in order to share the information you're meant to share. If you didn't have that experience, if you didn't meet that person, if you didn't try that new thing, you wouldn't get there. So if you don't have that one thing that just lights you up that you're obsessed with, it doesn't mean that you haven't found what you're meant to do. It just means that maybe you're meant to be one of the pollinators and not one of the, you know, people who are like one of the aggressors that just has like the blind focus. And this actually ties into something that I completely forgot already that I was going to say, which is that on January 7th, I wrote down the cards for the 2023 Cosmic Energy Report. And March is the seven, which is the chariot, which is moving forward and channeling all our energy to move forward. And in this example, yes, if you have one passion or one thing you're sure about, move forward with it. But the other thing is just coaxing the energies to go in one direction or choosing one thing at a time. So even if you know there's multiple things you want to do, if you can just kind of like focus on the one next thing as much as possible instead of trying to pull yourself in a million directions, you're just going to feel yourself move forward so much more. And that's advice I need to hear now too. So I think I'm going to try and leave it there. As always, if you don't see any appointments available in my calendar, which I don't think there are any right now, you can always reach out. I've been having some really interesting feedback from people that I did the 2023 tarot readings for with things that are coming through now. And I really appreciate everyone's feedback about the remote recharges and the emails that I do. It's really fun for me to hear that even though people give me really positive feedback about the actual energy session that comes through, I get so many messages about how much the stories and the narratives and the themes that come up from the sessions resonate with you. So I just want to thank you for reflecting that back to me because writing is something that I used to do a lot when I was younger and I'm getting pulled back into it. And I feel like that's something that I'm going to be following as a spirit crown this year is taking the time to write things down more often and to take time to journal and write my poetry and stuff. So that's my thing for this year that I'm going to try to lean into. And yeah, reach out anytime if you have questions about any of the things I've been talking about today or about the remote recharge sessions, etc. But 
I am happy to be somewhat back on track doing these solo episodes again. And like I said at the beginning, please let me know if there's a book or something that you'd like me to do an episode or a series on because I am open to inspirations. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.